This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report, continuing with our 2023 new crop marketing plan. Technically, a recent chart improvement was fleeting and did not change the overall bearish chart look. We look back at 2013 to see what new crop futures did the following year after three consecutive years of higher crop insurance fall prices than in the spring. We have just again seen three consecutive years of higher fall crop insurance prices in the spring and 2020, 2021, and 2022. We were disappointed to find that the upside was pretty much limited to the spring price, in this case 593 during the growing season. There will be several layers of resistance starting at 570 for December corn. I think that there will be enough issues with getting the crop put in to support another price rebound, but when the crop is in, using 2013 as a guide, it is all over but the complaining. So we're going to have to step up our game. I'm going to try to connect option sales, hedging, and storage gains together to come up with a $6 new crop price combination. We're going to have to work for it. What about soybeans? First off, the fall soybean crop insurance price is only higher than the spring price twice consecutively, never three years such as in corn. The soybean price history also doesn't correlate to corn years. While the 2013 fall corn price was significantly lower than the spring price, the soybean fall price was exactly the spring price in 2013. The spring price this year is 1376. That would still be a good target to make some sales, but based on 2013, some trade above the spring soybean price is yet possible. Looking at the weekly crop progress report, despite last week's scattered rains, corn planting progressed another 6 points to 14%. That's three points ahead of average and seven points ahead of last year. Cold temperatures this week will continue to discourage planting. Soybean planting gained five points on the week to 9% complete. That's five points ahead of average and six points ahead of last year. Bottom line, no price-supported planting delays, whatever, for either crop. Spring wheat planting progress was a different story. Old man winter just won't leave, and planting progressed only two points last week. At just 5%, it's now seven points behind normal, and last year, 12%. Only 1% has emerged versus 3% normally by now. The weekly crop progress report also gives a measure of topsoil and subsoil moisture levels across the country. The trend and ear-to-ear comparisons are useful gauges of whether yield potential is improving or deteriorating. Topsoil moisture was 72% rated adequate to surplus compared to 66% last year. For a subsoil moisture, 66% is rated adequate to surplus compared to 62% a year ago. USDA will give their first official balance sheet for the 23 crops until the May 12th WASDE report. However, we do have planning intentions to plug in for acreage and their yield estimates, along with their usage projections from their February Outlook Conference, to plug into our forecasting model under different weather scenarios. Our model uses past WASDE history for changes in average farm price relative to changes in ending stocks and day supplies. Assuming average weather and a trend line yield ending up with a 50-day supply in ending stocks, USDA projects an average farm price per corn of 560 a bushel, down exactly a dollar a bushel from the average farm price projected for 2022. 
Under an excellent growing season weather scenario where acres harvested and yield go up, the ending stocks rise to a 56-day supply and the average price to 522. Turning to soybeans uses a similar forecasting model. Using planting intentions in USDA's outlook form yield and usage assumptions, the average weather scenario with trendline yield puts ending stocks at a 22-day supply, an average farm price of $12.90 a bushel, that would be $1.40 lower than for this year's crop. Under the excellent weather scenario, the ending stocks rise to a 26-day supply and an average farm price of $12.06. It takes adverse weather under the model to hold the price up over $15. The big question everybody always has for us, of course, is which scenario are we currently in? At this point, the average weather scenario seems most likely to lean towards the better than average if current forecasts from the CPC for weather through July bear out. Thus, if you ask what's your price forecast today, we would have to say based on the model for both corn and soybeans, it's somewhere between the average and better than average growing season. That would mean that hedging is recommended this year. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.